0: None of my friends would really under- understand sort of how important it is, like being on this podcast or being in Forward as one, or or you know, just when I go on uh, somebody's stream who's really big in Tarkov mm-hmm. or whatever, and like people on YouTube, like when I did the song the the wipe song, like people saying Doctor Lupo says hello, and like I went and went on his chat, and he's like, John, I love your song, I'm like what? <laughs>
1: Welcome to Scav Talk, an Escape from Tarkov podcast with a continuing focus on development of the game, patch note analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. I'm Church, I'm one of your hosts, and I'm a video editor for a Tarkov YouTuber named Airwing Marine.
2: And I'm GigaBeef, a Tarkov YouTuber, helping you guys get better at the game. And today I'm super excited to introduce John B, who we've got on as our guest this week. Hello. Hi. Uh, thank you very, very much for joining us. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm super an excited honor. to be here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic to have you here, man. It's fantastic to have you I don't, here. I
0: don't know what I offer to the Tarkov space, but I'll do my best. Uh, you know, I absolutely love the game. Um, uh, I'm relatively new to it, but um, I am obsessed with it. Um, doesn't mean I'm knowledgeable, but <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, yeah, we can just, like, kick straight off into the question. That I, To be honest, I usually ask most people, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, how how exactly did you end up getting into Tarkov in the first place, and I guess, like, you, you know, feel free to, like, you know,
0: yeah, give a um, little
2: background for yourself, too, for, you know, for people who it's... aren't necessarily familiar with you. Um...
0: Yeah, um, hang on a minute. I'm a bit hot. Let me...
2: uh <laughs> 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 got to take
0: my jacket off. The, um, the, the a epic hot.
2: clothing. The epic, yeah. honestly, okay, I've so got good. three
0: layers of scab clothes, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, I had to check this recently because I wasn't sure, but I got the game in February 2020. Which feels more recent than, uh, it? I don't know, it feels like, I don't know, anyway. Uh, uh, that that's, that sounds like too recent or too long ago, but um, I'm pretty new to it, really. I think I've had, like, two wipes. I'm only starting to feel like I'm getting good. Um, and like, I used to play, I, I've never been really a PC gamer, apart from Donkeys years ago. I used to play um, Counter-Strike a bit, like, not very well, um, <laughs> but I, I really like that, Um But I've been, you know, so busy doing music and um, uh, I don't travel as much. Well, last 18 months, I haven't been traveling much for my DJ gigs at all. Um, But, you know, uh, back in the day, I was really traveling a lot. So I wasn't at home that often. So I couldn't really get into gaming that much. Um, I was more of like an an Xbox guy until I discovered Tarkov, basically. And I think I discovered it... um, I started watching Stodare, um because I was into Battlefield and I okay. sort of watch just watch his like highlight re- reels on YouTube and I think somebody was showing him Tarkov once and I was like oh this looks good oh this is stealthy um even though, <laughs> even though it isn't stealthy really <laughs> really but um I just found uh, you know uh, um Call of Duty and Battlefield were just like too fast and hectic and dressy um uh and and um, I just like the look of Tarkov. It just, the idea that I could play more slowly and creep around and like sound was really important. Um, and uh, my PC wasn't, I didn't really have a, a PC that was capable of gaming very well. I had um, oh, like some kind of Athlon, something or other. Um, mm. So I got a bare graphics card and I could st- I, I ch- try. This is the thing that's weird. I think I tried it maybe with a key or something. Maybe when it was there a period when it was free or uh, that you could get sure. a trial key for a week?
2: I think there was. There was, um, yeah, was. yeah. I don't. Was, know. There was for uh, a little well,
1: bit. The,
0: I do know I bought a standard version and then I upgraded. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I tried it and then there's a big period where I didn't play it. And then I got into it. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, it got me into upgrading PCs. I've now got a really nice gaming PC. Um, and... Um, yeah, like now, now I've got a PC that's good enough to play it, and a nice setup here. um I'm like fully devoted when I have time to actually do it.
2: Um, that's awesome, honestly. That that's yeah. awesome. That's that's so funny because like so many people come from come to tucker from like different like lots of different avenues, and that's hilarious. It's almost kind of like your gateway drug into you know PC gaming. That's uh... for
0: sure, for sure.
2: Yes. That's super, super funny. And like to be such a, a difficult game as well. A lot of people have kind of gone from some um, something like similar or analogous in some ways. Like, you know, PUBG was, I mean, it's not really the same, but it's, um, mm. you know, it's, it's, it can be quite a tough game with low time to kill and stuff like that. But like to go straight, there's actually a couple of people who've gone straight into Tarkov. I know like Jesse Kazam, you know, he actually went straight into Tarkov yeah. as well. And I haven't oh, really wow. played PC before too. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I would have thought it would really put people off, but I don't know, I guess it depends kind of what, what type yeah, of games was, you like. Or I was just like, are. this
0: looks really good. I want to push for this. You know, the, the amount of money and time I've invested in, like learning about building PCs. And and I, I, I've been a Mac guy forever because I have to be because of all the music production stuff. Um, uh, so, it, you know, getting into Tarkov's kind of helped me do, learn some other things as well and, you know, get out of my comfort zone with there was some technology stuff that... I wasn't familiar with before Um going to gaming with a mouse and a keyboard is the most difficult thing for me. Yeah. You know, that's I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not as good at Tarkov as I'd like to be, because I still struggle with aiming and, and like fumbling around with the keys, you know, pressing the grenade button at the wrong, you know, grenade in myself and things like that. Um, but I'm getting better. I'm getting more used to it. And I think if I could play, for longer periods of time and more regularly, I, I'd improve more. Um But yeah, um, I think I, what, I, if, well, I, what I was going to say was like getting into a game like this when you're older, I think, and a bit more of a calmer person, you can improve faster and better because you're a bit more patient. And that whole, like, analysis when you die, like, how could I do better next time? Mm-hmm. What was – it's not like, oh, God, he cheered, he shot me in the head. It's like, oh, I fucked that up because I wasn't – I didn't check my corners or, you know. Right, um, right. And I don't know. I still get mad when I die, but I kind of accept it's my fault.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, it's, it happens to the best of us. Even the people who are most level-headed as well. But yeah, it's it's, it's funny you say that because um, I think EFT does actually have quite a significantly um, older player base in general. If I think mm. you just look at you know us youtube people and you look at our demographic and you can see quite clearly that it's kind of mm-hmm. you know very much a sort of late 20s like 30s thir- like yeah. sort of early 30s kind of like it's where the, the middle of the the chart lies which is quite a lot higher than other um other games and it's be- i think it's because of that it's because of the the yeah. knowledge base the the reflection um, upon the things you've done you know the the way that the way yeah the pacing of the game um i know that The game can be played very, very quickly, but there's a reason why there's both the rat and the chad playstyle, right? And then everybody talks Mm. about it all the time. Is that you can sit in a bush and you can wait for somebody and you can kill somebody who's way better than yourself just by taking them by surprise because the time to kill is so low. Um, In in that respect, if you have
0: the patience, and that's the beauty of it. Like,
2: uh,
0: and I like that too. You know, I could kill some guy who is heavily armored and running around like crazy if I was playing absolutely super carefully and, and, you know, hiding in a corner and being careful and had a good knowledge of the map and like, it doesn't happen, but I know <laughs> it could. <laughs> and um so, so I, I like that about it. It's not kind of call of duty where it's just so fast and frantic and like there's, there's no real cost of dying. Cause you come back immediately and the, the yeah, just, I, I, I can't handle that. It just, frazzles me out like I, I remember like there was, there was that map on Call of Duty where it was just I used to like the small ones because you get more it kills wins. oh my god um, you yeah, shit, action, yeah, yeah going in there and just going it's cool, but I'm like, this is just mad, you know. You finish, you're like, my heart rate is going mad. Like, what's what's going on here? Is this fun? I, it's just chaos. It's absolutely yeah. Chaos. It,
2: it is chaos. It's it's like it's good for pretty much just like aim training, and that's about it. Yeah. It's, uh it's pretty nuts. So uh, it's it's funny. I do I do kind of you know if you like moved platform, I do kind of feel for you because it was um it was actually quite a while ago now. I went and played some single player stuff on the PlayStation that I would kind of missed out on um because i used to play like back in the day like ps2 and then moved to pc and really never looked back and so mm. um i got a ps3 for the the um the uh, blu-ray player on it because it was cheaper than any of the commercial blu-rays and then i was like well i may as well now that i've got this thing i may as well play some games so i played through mm -hmm. um, far cry and a few of the others and going back to the controller i was so bad like Like, honestly it was (laughs) yeah yeah, but it was infuriating right because it's like you know how you play on pc and you're like oh i just wish i had like the setup that i'm used to because it's it's like i don't know it's like trying to play you know an instrument with like the other way around and you're like you know what you want to do but you just can't actually do it um -hmm. so i i I do feel for you in that respect with um Mm -hmm. We're playing pc and as you say you know if you're busy with other stuff and it's not your your main thing then yeah. um you don't necessarily get that much time i mean did you um because you, you do you streamed fairly regularly did you stream many games before eft
0: um so i got into Twitch
2: properly uh once covid had
0: hit um but i'd been dabbling in it just i i think i did try to i plugged my xbox into my it was really shonky and i i was giving it i thought you know oh i'll just plug it in and play some games and people will come and watch me and it'll be amazing and like no john twitch is difficult you have to put some effort in um but i i did a couple of like battlefield and call of duty things as my very very first streams kind of okay. pre-covid um and then um I, I i knew from my interest in tarkov how it all—I could see how it worked and the benefit of Twitch and being able to learn from the streamers like that. Mm-mm. That I never really got Twitch before Tarkov. Really, I didn't understand why you would want to watch somebody playing a video game. But Tarkov is just perfect for that because it's—it's difficult and complicated, and there's so much to learn. And there's somebody there, like it's like a helpline. if yeah. Assuming you're watching the right person, you know, mm-hmm. they can help you out, and give you advice, and show you how to do things. And you can really because there's so much to absorb. Um, and I, I could see how how good this is that you've got this this loop like the, it's not a passive experience for the viewer. And I I could see because my most of my Twitch stuff is music, um, and I didn't like how most other musicy live streams was just a dude standing there in the kitchen DJing and like not talking to anybody or you know just like hey look at me watch what I'm doing I'm really great. And um, I could see there was a really cool way to uh, like involve the people watching and and. And interact while I'm DJing, and in a way that you can't in a club, because if so, you know someone can't, the whole crowd can't come up and say in your ear like, "Hey, John, look, how's it going?" You're like, "I'm mixing, mate. Yeah, go." Away. No, I won't play Beyonce. <laughs> like, it's good. I you can see the chat. I'm DJing. I can talk to people. um So, so yeah, like I, I wasn't really streaming before COVID, and then I I really really um, got into it um trying to find a way to do my DJing um sets on Twitch and like it took me uh easily more than six months to get to a good level in terms of like my video production and what I'm where I am now. Um and again a huge steep learning curve for the technology. It was something I had never done before, I'd never really used OBS. Uh and I was streaming from a MacBook Pro until uh August. Uh, which doing all the stuff I am with all the overlays and the chroma keying and the multiple layers and all the different scenes and things, I'm surprised it did it, it managed to do what it it, it, it did. Um but
2: um yeah that's that's crazy that's crazy i mean i i, lo- I actually i love your setup honestly yeah. like coming to your music streams they're just like they're so, i've never seen anything like it they're just so funny honestly oh, yeah. they're just like you just you automatically have it's impossible not to have a good time yeah coming in yeah. And, yeah. And to, into one of that's, your your yeah. music streams honestly man it's like it's mental like, i i wish I had half the knowledge that you did in terms of um in terms of setting up that stuff because most of my time is spent um because i'm you know I'm not a natural um well, I guess creative in, in some sense. I'm definitely more like the sort of maths and science end. And so like doing YouTube editing and stuff is like comp- pretty much brand new to me when I started doing my channel and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, most of my time has been spent like trying not doing that stuff. And then Twitch for me has yeah. still been very, very basic. So, you know, it's 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 cool to learn these things, but they do take a long time when you're first it's, looking at yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's just... Um... It's so much work and so much to learn. Like
0: I've, I found the whole journey exciting. It didn't feel like a drag, so it was exciting to do and, you know, learning when I could, when I could tell that something was possible uh, and, you know, I had the tools to, to do it and everything. It was, I was like, cool, you know, just get on and try and do this. But I, I'm just not relaxing. I, I, I'm just – I think you can tell I'm a bit like f- hyper, and um, I, I wish I, I wasn't, and I just find it hard to chill and relax. And But I'm just working late all day every day um and with my wife working at home as well and and her job uh she works late too so if she she never knocks off early so if she's working late well I'm like I can't just go and sit and watch tv so I might as well just carry on so um, it's just been like overtime for like two years now um but I, I I think if I wasn't doing that I wouldn't have been able to make the progress and learn everything I've needed to to get this stuff working
2: It's definitely kind of the flip side of kind of like having your office just like in your house and you just being like working there all the time and not not traveling and all that stuff. It's kind of like trying to like keep that, um, I don't know, that that separation between like work and home. It all just kind of blended, isn't it, in the last couple of years? It's kind of what you said about like, you know, starting in Feb 20 or whatever. And it's just like, well, because the last two years are just kind of like vaporized. It's like, like, oh, it feels really recent. But then also like all this time's passed and it's... um, yeah, it's 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 pretty nuts. Do you, do you have a picture of Nikita in, in the background on the left? Yeah. So Don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's my little Tarkov shrine.
2: Uh, I like. I I had to make that. Uh, I can get it actually. Hang on. I I love this. This is so good. Oh my god!
1: I just got, got the car behind, behind it. Behind it and, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I, like, I, phot- I photoshopped it up. I like um uh-huh. extracted the photo off thingy and then put a Russian flag behind it. Brilliant. Uh and got it freshly printed. And, yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm 44 so years old. What the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh my goodness. Ah. Oh. But yeah, no, that's yeah. um it, it, it's super cool actually, because I saw some of your stuff that you put out on um I think it was on Twitter where you were talking about how now that like live gigs are reopening back up and you were speaking about having Twitch chat and that kind of thing. Yeah, you can't have people come mm. up and, and speak to you, but having the chat there, you know, you can read it whilst you're doing stuff. It's a bit like you know, when you're streaming anyway and you've got your like you having if you're in like I find if you're in like a duo or trio or something, it's very difficult to interact with anyone else, but chat yeah. is kind of passive. You read it when you have a spare moment, that kind of thing. Yeah. so it's um because it's lower key, you can actually do that. And it's I actually think it's amazing that this is effectively what's come out of the pandemic for kind of your space is that yeah now that you're able to integrate live mm. you know twitch events into the into yeah um, I'm I'm into streaming I'm really it's, it's...
0: quite excited about uh, being a... there's been two two live gigs I've had I've only had like three since covid I played first one was in August um in Leeds and they'd asked me to do like an AV show and it was the first time I I've always wanted to do some kind of visual offering for, for gigs um can you hear me okay so yeah the mic all right yeah yeah, um, yeah and uh so i i took a second laptop that was running obs told the club i needed an hdmi in they arranged the projector so all my visuals were on this screen that was actually in front of me on a sort of um muslin thing so you could see me through it when it was black yeah. um uh but because that's – and I was running the visuals out of OBS, which you wouldn't normally do in a club, but I know it Inside Out-ish, so it worked. Took a stream yeah. deck, so so the idea um, – and it, it worked and everything, and I just had my visuals, and I could press the stream deck to, like, trigger changes in the visuals. Um, I made a whole hour-long sort of VJ video that was all the crazy stuff you would see, like, in a club normally, but, like, always changing, never repeating, so it was still interesting. Um and like moving forward, the idea is I can trigger events with a Stream Deck that will change the video on the screen. But also, because it's OBS, I can actually I could put an overlay of the Twitch chat on the screen in the club. So and I can be broadcasting from the club, um, either from that computer or just directly from my phone. Um, and then people can like redeem stuff. Like we had people. I have some redemptions where they can people can force me to play a particular song or do a rewind. Like. In a Jungle Drum and Bass, sort of coming from, uh, you know, reggae culture and everything, if the crowd reacts enough, the DJ would rewind the tune to the mm-hmm. beginning and, he, like, it's a sign of when it's really going off. Um, so people could trigger that and force, like... So you could be watching on Twitch somewhere in another country and forcing me to do an action that affected, like, a nightclub in another country. or cool, or, yeah. or you could be in the club yourself with your phone, with the Twitch chat open and you know calling in channel point redemption things like that and um and but involving everybody that's there with seeing the chat on the screen and so i'm quite excited about being able to do that and like bring bring it around the world with me because all it really takes is a second laptop and a bit of preparation with the venue saying i need something to plug in there and yeah and then all well all it really takes and then hours and hours of preparation and (laughs) all the rest of it but um it, one of the things with with me and like my position in sort of the music touring world and everything, um, you know, the really big acts, the Swedish house mafias and everything, they have whole teams that travel with them all the time. And like, mm-hmm. that's part of their rider. And when someone wants to book them, you know, they add on an extra two grand to fly their visuals guy and their manager and, and all the rest of it. I don't have that luxury and I have to go on my own. And, you know, if, if someone, if I was to take an extra guy who is going to do all the visuals with me and stuff that would cost a lot of money so it's nice I found a way that I can be mobile and do it myself and it's fully interactive so um yeah if I could play Tarkov at the same
2: time as DJing (laughs) (laughs)
1: You be you sad. <laughs> can you imagine
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no man it's 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 super super cool honestly it's 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 great to see i think it's like because it's something completely new and it's a, like a crossover between two worlds that you would never really have connected before and then because mm-hmm. yeah everyone had to stay and and um and you guys were kind of you know doing um djing from from twitch it's like created this like unholy crossover that nobody <laughs> yeah. thought would work it's it's, it's wonderful I, I think it's great um I wanted to ask you about the uh, the track that you made, the um, Hold Your Fire, It's the Wipe. Was, was that for the start of yes. this wipe or, or, or the last one? Like, it,
0: uh, this one, this one, yeah. It was this
2: one, yeah. Because um, I think that went down really well. Um,
0: yeah, I was so pleased that people <laughs> found that. You know, I, I was worried I'd put all that effort in and it would just waft away into the digital ether and be ignored, but um, it
2: wasn't, so it's okay. Yeah, I don't think there's that. There's only a couple of, like, Tarkov themes, tracks that kind of come out. I know, like, Veritas has done a couple. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, but there's not, I, I don't think there's that many musicians actually in the Tarkov world, particularly. Mm. Uh, maybe it's something that we sort of lack a little bit. Um,
0: yeah, well, I um, I was watching, well, I've been watching
2: uh, One Peg a, a
0: fair bit. I drop in on his, he's, an, uh, he's, oh yeah, he's a he's really, good yeah, he's a really good singer. Um, yeah. uh, there's a few, but um, mm. I don't know if there's people like me that have sort of made a career of it and, and are now like, streaming tarkov. i feel a bit weird like what i'm doing but you know it's just... <laughs> the, the tarkov streaming is for me it's my time and you know i love the game and i want to like share it with my fans and um when i stream tarkov it's just once a week and it's kind of like i get to do a bit of a just chatting kind of vibe as well so it's a an opportunity to chat to the chat a bit more than i would when i was djing as well um
2: yeah, yeah. it's um yeah tarkov's a funny game because uh I think it is only well I've I've thought this before but then um I don't know whether you got a chance to play any of the cycle um which which came out in this no. uh, kind of in in um, closed beta and people getting keys for it yeah. and stuff but um I did like a tiny little bit of streaming on that um but I've spoken before about Tarkov and how it's kind of a, almost the perfect stream game because there's quite a lot of down like the the loading times normally really annoying but if you're mm-hmm. playing with chat then you the loading things going and you're chatting to people yeah. and you're like building a loadout and like you know, it's not action all the time, and so yep. it's actually quite good. But because it's quite stressful when you're in game, a lot of people yeah. kind of just like they want to watch it, but they don't necessarily want to play. Um, yeah, and so they'll yeah. like, come in and just chill as well and still, you know, be interactive with the game, watching someone else play, but not like being you know, because you, yeah. you're not experiencing, kind of like...
0: you like, you go and you go and fight the bull, that's fine, I'll watch you fighting the bull, you know, like <laughs> it's uh, exactly,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, so I think um... if I suffer
0: from that watching other people playing it too much rather than just bloody. <laughs> getting on with it myself
2: <laughs> yeah so um what what level are you at the moment then in i've in i've place? been stuck at 38 for quite a long time um
0: uh i've got 90 million rubles now um you mentioned this the other
2: day on stream oh, on my stream
0: I, I i i turned on my thing i'm like what is wrong with you man like um i i, I so I, I played a lot at the beginning of the wipe and really like, cause I know how important it is, especially cause I don't have time to play a lot. And I, I think um, when the wipe happened, you know, there weren't live gigs available for anybody yet. So there wasn't that pressure on me to sort of uh, that additional pressure on me on top of all the other things I've got to do and all of that. So um, I had a bit more time and also I prioritized it more because I just wanted to get the Bitcoin farm up and, and kind of, Get into a situation where I could enjoy playing and relax, and I didn't feel restricted by funds yeah. and things like that. So, uh, I really haven't played enough at all in the last couple of months. I'd say um, just been, you know, there's there's lots of domestic things like we're redecorating the living room because the TV died, so we had to get a new TV, and we took the opportunity to paint the wall when I was taking it off. So that forced into like a chain of events yeah. and stuff. I do three streams a week for the music anyway, which is most of the day of a stream is preparation of the music and trying to get new visuals done every time, uh, although I haven't got enough of that done lately. So there's those things. Um, so, so yeah, like I um, I kind of, you know, rushed to the, tried to push as hard as I could to get to the points that were important. Like um, I think the last one that was the big deal was sort of um, – getting the second, getting the thick case off um, Therapists. Mm, yeah. I, I, I can't remember, the, I think, or or it was kind of getting Peacekeeper to level three, although there was something that got happened at level 38 that was uh, quite an important milestone for me. And then after that, I kind of eased off. Um, but I'd love to uh, have a few more proper sessions playing. But the last few weeks, it's literally just been a couple of hours on the stream every Tuesday night. Um, and then in between, it's... Or, like, this computer's on in the background. I'm like, Erwin Marine, what would he do? <laughs> okay, by broken LCD screens. All right, cool. Get some teapots on it. <laughs> Go to Prampore. Get the Ash 12s. Get the vodka. Get it under 18K. Right, nice. <laughs>
2: Um... it's so it's so good yeah it's it's not like you, you sound actually a lot like me this wife i think um i've probably played I, I again i actually had some time at the beginning of the wipe and hit it really hard again you know knowing how important it is and want to be able to make my stuff and i'm actually also at level 38 interestingly um and i've kind of been there for ages i got level 37 and then um and then got stuck i think that was for solar power was level 37 which i kind of wanted to do because i like finishing the hideout it's kind of like my yeah might you know the, just what i enjoy doing to, to complete it even yeah, whether or not it's actually economic to do it or not it, it all depends on the white length and i thought yeah. this wipe was going to be a long one anyway and so i just completed everything but um yeah after that it's like it's been very very slow going because i've just been super busy and the same with you right? i've been like i've been moving house and on all sorts of other stuff with baby and, and everything else so it's um it's it's pretty full on so yeah it's uh it's one of those things where you just like you think, like, man, if I had a bit more time, that just like, you know, actually push mm. through. And because I'd really like to get to level 42, right? Because no, I like just like one, day, one
0: day where I don't do anything else, I just play Tarkov all day. I don't I don't know. Still, Those days just like, don't
2: seem to happen anymore.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> no. My, my wife started going into the office now two days a week sometimes. Um, so I think I might wait till next time she goes in. I'm like, right, don't tell anyone. <laughs> 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 I'm on it. I'm going to get to level 39 now. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I had a really, really big uh, milestone for this week. I managed to get Punisher Five done. I've never ever got that far because, um, like PMC, I'm just. I've only got about fifty PMC kills this wipe, possibly even less. Which is that's a record for me. Like previous wipes, I've had even less. Yeah. Um, and I got to a higher level, like forty, some low forties. Um so I am improving, but um I'm really pleased about that. They got the Punisher one. I'm onto the one now where you have to use SVDs. No more packers, no more fucking yeah, helmet. Yeah. So to force myself out of the gear fear, I've just bought a whole bunch of big heavy armors and like big helmets with visors. I haven't been running visors ever. I've never bought a visor ever. <laughs> so uh if you see like a, a crazy Chad running around a bit uneasily. Uh, that's probably me <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: <"Ugh>, oh shit <laughs> yeah this the punisher 6 actually is quite fun i have i've said it a million times i love the punisher series i think it's great it's one of the some yeah. of the best like designed series of quests because some of the quests really bad but the punisher series is cool because it was again it's like the first big milestone as a player i think when if you do complete them all you're just like right now I'm an intermediate player of Tarkov, right? That's mm-hmm. when you feel like your, your skills are kind of being honed or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. some of them are quite fun. Like, the Packer one kind of sucks and it's about being defensive yeah. and, and that kind of thing. But the, the SVD one is just like, right, crack it into Factory, just get this done as quickly as possible. That's, that's the way I do it now. Like, I've, previous right. pipes, I've done it by going long range, you know, trying to, like, snipe people and stuff. But, like, yeah. even if you... It's it's expensive, but you can mm-hmm. smash it out on, on Factory if you if you just go in there. And you, and you just pretend that the SVD is more, like um like a, the mp153 shotgun and just yeah. kind of hip fire yeah. it at people and just shoot them with snb and they die you know it's it's good the svd is <laughs> a good gun so it's not like you have to yeah. use some some piece of crap which is at least at least quite nice but um, yeah. it's definitely one of my favorite quest lines honestly it's it's awesome
0: it's helped me um be a bit braver in going to factory like normally i would avoid factory because you know fast runny pvp stuff is not my mm. forte um, but it's it's started to get me into that a bit more. Like I was, that's how I was doing the uh, Punisher Four. I was just uh, sort of uh, running stuff that I could put B P in, um, like sort of cheap yeah. AKMSs Ms's, and uh, just yeah. So just getting a bit better with movement and things like that, and and more hip firing, and um, yeah, I might do. So. I was looking forward to just running an SVD and you know doing some shoreline, bit of long range stuff, go and hang out over a pier, and yeah um i'll see how yeah, I'll you that. definitely probably... can do like i've done that mm. before
2: for sure so it's, it's nice to get a mix i think and just um just try it out like i, I was using this literally just like a red dot on top of an svd with like the ergo foregrip the really really cheap one from peacekeeper yeah. and that's Basically, it just like poof, yeah, and then just run around and, and fire people. But it is it is nice to snipe as well. Sometimes I just find it takes yeah. it takes a long time. And when I you know when I'm playing, yeah. I'm like oh, I don't want to sit here for like 45 minutes just to get you know maybe one yeah. kill or something.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't got the I, I haven't done um sureborn in heaven. I haven't even attempted it. I, I yeah, don't have I've the got... patience for yeah. that really. Or like or the or the time like you know when you're like me, you don't have long sections of time to play. Right. So patient, super slow like camping essentially for Shooterboard and Heaven kind of stuff is sort of uh, I'd like to do it, it'd be fun I'd find that quite peacefully just hanging out admiring yeah. the scenery and, and all that but um, when I've you know got a smaller window of time to play I sort of uh, give that a miss really and also when you're you, it's the shorter period of time to play there but you're aware there's a finite period of time where you're going to have this money in this gear because there's a wipe coming whenever um, so that's why I need to snap out of it and spend some of this bloody money I've got and actually enjoy the game like with some nice stuff
2: yeah no definitely i mean yeah i'm kind of like i, I don't have anywhere near as much money as you I, I i don't understand how quite how you managed to get to 90 million that's like super <laughs> impressive because you know i normally i'm on my hideout like quite a bit and you know that that kind of stuff and i've probably got like mid 30s i would say and um but if you wanted to go for some fun kits and you'd like not focusing on any quests or anything one thing that I was running in the last stream, I don't know whether I was was doing it when you were in there already, but I was using the um, Zebralo Barter to buy like the huge level six armor. Um And then oh, went around yeah. with the face shield and the mutant with a huge drum in it and just running around. It was honestly <laughs> so, so funny with the drum inside. The like tag. it's just brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah. people Goliath just like... Thing people run out of bullets and then you just you have like two and a half mags left kind of thing you just <laughs> <laughs> and with the extra fire rate you just don't stop shooting and people oh, don't expect okay. it they're like they're yeah. like hiding behind like boxes we... trying to reload <laughs> and you're just there. you just hold the button down and just walk around the box and kill them <laughs> like it's just it's so so funny it feels like the heavy of, TF- of tf2 or something it's yeah. like oh yeah absolutely in- insane it's just insane because those um, arms sorry, don't but, like yeah.
0: I know I know that armor because it's one of the trades. Uh, Airwing marine, <laughs> uh, the uh, the like three thermites and three yes uh, the TNTs. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Get your um... get your thermite for under forty nine. <laughs> get the TNT for under twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I
2: can get a few of them. I've got no problem with that. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> and and I don't I don't normally use the big big heavy helmets because I'm so reliant on hearing usually that I don't yeah. I don't bother. Train. Um, but I have been, and yeah, there's been a few times when I've been killed because I couldn't quite figure out where people were, It's partly because I'm just not used to it, but it's funny anyway because there was like one situation in the glass corridor and there was a whole team of three and I basically looked around and just opened fire and the helmet, because I was actually using killer on this one, so I could basically not see anything and it was just like,
0: doink, doink, (laughs)
2: doink 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 off the face shield i can't see anything so blurry yeah it was just it was
0: insane it was insane um i've I've never worn one of those like alton helmets or anything i need to work out what's the best helmet you can wear where you can still have some headphones on um yeah i think i um, I need to do the rabbit hole research on that
2: yeah i think it's either the which one do you think church i think it's either the fast mt or the xfil i think it's yeah you can have the xfil you can have ears and you can have the headset on at the same time, and the face shield has more HP than the normal multi-ballistic face shield, I think. But you can also, but the the um, some of the others are quite good as well. Um, I
0: bought the, the one I bought um, a bunch of was the one that uh, Dan Exert wears, the like T-Tac eight hundred mm, or something. Mm, yeah. Um and the the face shield for that I don't have unlocked yet, so it's one hundred and fifty thousand. Mm. Um, and I bought a few of them. Like what they must. Uh, I don't know if there's Bartis or anything I haven't checked yet. But,
2: um, no, it's just I think I, you have to yeah. do that stupid Peacekeeper quest because I also have them locked too. Yeah. It's really annoying because I used to run them all the time. I, th- I think they moved it. They must have moved it because I, I used so. to run that um, that face shield all the time last wipe. And, yeah, the, the TC800 with the face shield, in my opinion, is probably the best value But once you have it unlocked. That's the thing. Right. Um, What's because the quest that like... unlocks it then? i think it, is it one of the sniper ones i think it's like it's some it's some ridiculous sniper one isn't it it's like oh like skills, a seven oh, no. or something. Ah, okay oh i can I do that because so. that's cheeseable. Yeah.
0: i can i can do that can, uh,
2: yeah i just i just haven't bothered Yeah, wing says it was changed mm. this wipe i, I thought so because i was like right peacekeeper four let's go and then i went in and i was like what yeah. behind quest what do you mean and then it's like oh, oh no it's the balty quest so i was like Ugh. okay fine oh, well, i guess i'm no. wearing a face shield yeah. this uh this wipe then
0: I, I found the leveling the snipers thing actually really helpful. Like for a man like me, who's a bit shit at PVP and everything. Um, what I was doing on the interchange where we have to kill loads of scavs, I was taking in like a crap Mosin and some crap ammo and just immediately finding a quiet corner and like reloading until you get to the diminishing ah. returns. And mm-hmm. it gives everyone a ch- chance to like go away from the spawns. And as long as you found a good place, like everyone goes and does their thing and then you can go into the inside or do whatever you're doing. And it, 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 I didn't get sort of spawn killed at all mm. on interchange doing yeah. that. Um, and did it on customs a fair bit too. Just spent a few minutes at the beginning of the raid just reloading in a corner, um, leveling up sniper skills. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind doing
2: that a bit because I tended to have some more successful raids afterwards. And, um... Yeah, because you're not in like the huge yeah. custom mess right at the beginning. Like yeah. there was one thing that I was doing for a little bit was um, you can take the VPO with no mag and you can load one round in and out and in and out of the chamber oh um, which, which that also works cheap. as well but it oh, takes a little wicked. bit um so you don't even lose any bullets but that takes a little bit yeah. of time i'm being corrected by um by chat actually by airing saying it's okay. it's a lot behind samples so it's even worse oh, so you have to God, collect yeah. those bloody stims so it's um I've it's actually like nightmare oh, there's
0: one thing i need for that i really? was just, just relying more? yeah um i I've, I've, i was i thought i was through today something came back in my scav case i got an adrenaline and something else and i was like oh it's the one i need but it wasn't um, I just I, I run shitloads of scavs. You're wondering how I made the money, like early That's, wipe. Yeah, it's gear fear, isn't it? Just running loads and loads of nighttime interchange. Wherever I spawn, I have a little route. I do just hoover up whatever stuff I can and get out. Um and um. Also, I got a Twitch rivals armband really early on in my scav case. Um, which I I mean that didn't make me money because I but it meant I swapped it for um a thick case. Um, which obviously kind of saved me 15 million or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it was at the time. Um, mm-hmm. that was that was really lucky. I'd be you know down 15 million if it wasn't for that.
2: Um, yeah, that's 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 cool uh, actually. That's interesting. Yeah, I did. Um, you just reminded me, I was like, I was thinking as I, I kind of wanted to put something out about it, but I was like, oh, it's kind of too short to make it into a video. And I don't really have like at the moment, I'm not really doing short form stuff just because of like time pressures. I'd love to at some point, but I'm not I'm not doing it just yet. But about the whole like cycling the um, I don't know whether you have your uh, your thick, we- your thick items case from Therapist. Whether you still just kept that one or whether you sold it.
0: No, I, 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 uh, I min max. I've definitely done a lot more min maxing type stuff um, this wipe than I ever did before. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I clocked on that you could sell your thick case and then buy one back with barters, and you yeah. know you would make a little bit of money out of that. And wherever yeah. there's been things like that, I've tried to try to do the best. But it just it seems like wasting money know absolutely
2: yes i did that so, and recycled uh, it i think it was like four and a half mil total um yeah. for, for doing that and there's like a lot of people don't realize that that you know just the finding raid tag thing tick you know it's like makes it yeah. so much more valuable you just yeah, exchange sure. that finding raid tag for non-finding raid and boom there you go yeah. Yeah. um so yeah it's just the little stuff like that that adds up and yeah you, you know you're a testament to that given that you've got yeah i funny-esque. just think
0: yeah like not playing that much doing loads of scav raids early on um and and i never really got anything massive you know i i think i've only found the two found in Ray gpus that i needed for the quest um and built you know uh crafted another one i i haven't found any high value things i've never found a, a led x i found like two or three ophthalmoscopes nothing massive um but it's just lots of scavrons and then i don't know how much of this adds up now but um Trying to always be crafting stuff, um yeah at least at least now I know the stuff that is profitable, like I last wipe, I just assumed everything that you crafted would be profitable right. like the con- the concept of crafting something and losing money from it was was foreign to me. I remember coming into your chat like early early on in the wipe, and you were talking about uh not this wipe, but like you know a long mm-hmm. time ago, um so to- I know you were talking about barters, and I was like, oh, I love barters, my favorite barter. Is uh, the one where you swap the matches for the painkillers, <laughs> and you were like, uh, "But painkillers are only like four thousand, in matches self. like." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> 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 so I thought, like I, there was a lot of those things I didn't realize. You know, you would lose money doing them, um, yeah. so I made sure I'm not throwing money down the bin um, with with uh, stuff like that, and it's it's really helped. And uh, also. Um, like having a few Tarkov friends now, I talk to and compare notes with um, uh, about this this sort of stuff as well. Like giving you little tips and tricks and things, um, and playing with other people as well has helped me survive a bit more and um, all the rest of that.
2: Yeah, no, that's 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 good. That's that's, that's really good ah yeah um the air saying that the, the intel 3 is hugely underrated for how much money it saves you on the flea because otherwise you do, you, yeah. you do get a bit um you do get a bit rinsed by the flea market fees I, it's quite funny yeah. i like i should have documented this to be honest but i used to be telling like friends that don't play tarkov who were kind of like vaguely interested but didn't want to spend the time committing to it about all the various like terrible things that happen to people where they accidentally put up a stack of rounds for like fifty thousand a round rather than you know 50, rounds you yeah. know, the total cost or something and end up spending like 25 million in fees and all this kind of stuff and there's like so many things to catch you off guard like there's no there's no safety yeah. rail it just lets you fall straight off the cliff You're like,
0: oh! <laughs> yeah i think i'm uh, ms dunk did that uh I, I raided her one night and she was like oh did you just see what i just did and like she was selling some ammo and added an extra couple of digits on and just got rinsed like lost millions <laughs> in the fees. uh yeah i, I don't think I, i'm not sure i'd notice well i'd notice if i lost millions but um I know I've made a few boo boos like that, which is because I'm doing it so quickly now. I get the bloody captures all the time now because I'm there like, get the teapot, get the pile of meds, get the teapot, buy the LCDs. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yes, ah.
2: I that's always thought the caches yeah. were kind of funny because, like, if you were brand new... I mean, I guess maybe it wouldn't appear if you're brand new because you wouldn't be using it that quickly. But, like, it says... What yeah. if you don't know? <laughs> yeah, you might yeah. not know what those items are what's, if you're new. It's an algin like, painkiller. huh? Yeah, that's I, don't, yeah. I don't know because it doesn't tell is you. The, the, you
0: the can't disinj- identify. Like, yeah. It, Find I was, the morphine. I just, where's the morphine? There's a there's a pen there. Like... <laughs> <is> that,
2: yeah. <laughs> I've always thought it was quite mean. But, no, it's funny about the whole scabs thing because I know... Gingy was doing that, uh, you know, how many scav runs or what was it, a hundred million, yeah. hundred scav runs or something, and she completed yeah, it in ninety now, yeah. something. Was it ninety three or like ninety seven? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I mean, that to be fair, that that's mental. right? getting over a million rubles per yeah. run that consistently, yeah. that is like that's bonkers. Yeah. Um, but it just yeah, it goes to show the value. I like I have stopped kind of running them a bit more um, than I used to because I used to run yeah. the continuously not, at the beginning of the wipe to grab stuff, but yeah, I'm not definitely doing mean. as much now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, uh it's, it's funny. It is is an interesting one. Um, yeah. What what, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something else about um. Oh yeah, about because you you've done some uh, some Tarkov uh overlay streams as well, right? Where you're doing like the music streams. Yeah, inter- yeah, yeah. Like Ragman party and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, the, so I stream Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Um, the Wednesday one. I always play liquid drum and bass, the kind of the chilled stuff. So the concept for the visuals for that is a beach bar, and it's all beach party, like pool party stuff. Uh, Fridays, um, I have a whole bunch of, like, different themed scene, scene sets that I've I've created. Uh, one of them is just, like, up front drum and bass. It's all lots of random di- different bits and bobs. One of them Star Trek themed, so it's all i'm djing you know on the bridge and on screens in spaceships and things like that um one of them's foghorn friday uh because there's a sort of style of drum and bass that has bass sounds that people think sound like foghorns which they do so uh it's all like me on boats and nautical themed things um and being a tarkov obsessed dude i was like i want to do one like DJing in Tarkov locations would be mad and like I know the maps inside out so I know where if you were putting on a party in customs like where you could do it and and sort of with my knowledge of how OBS works and what I need to make it look like I'm there you know um I know what will work you know like so sort of Scav Island I know there's a boat line there so I know I can cut the boat out in Photoshop and that's in the foreground the webcams behind it and then there's a background behind that. Um, so, yeah, I have like every now and then I try to time the Tarkov ones when I think something exciting is going to happen in Tarkov. Um, if there's just been a patch or, or something or, or or however, just it fits in my rotation of sort of six weeks something. And uh, yeah, like every single scene is a Tarkov thing. There's like stuff in customs, reserve. I've done some uh, setups in labs um, and I try to like, uh, with their permission, sort of stuck a few streamers in there. I've got Iron Fist sent me a green screen video of him like bopping so i could put him on some uh some screens in interchange um i got philbo just said i could use a picture of him so i put him on one of billboards in interchange um i uh i learned after effects for rotoscoping so when you don't have someone on a a green screen like church knows all this um (sighs) Uh, you can, like, cut them out of their background. So I rotoscoped Bikisi out of something and put him on the <laughs> greens in labs, um, <laughs> hydrating, um, and stuff like that to, like, try and sort of show my love of the community and all of that. And uh, it's just fun, you know what I mean? Like, I have dancing scavs and a labs party and, and all of that. So um, there's loads more scenes for Tarkov World parties I want to do. It's just a matter of, finding the time to sort of do it because yeah. I have to kind of sometimes the, the, the way it works best is you, you think of the location then you go there offline in game and then kind of do a stay still, put your gun away and just sort of uh, film it. So you get the birds flying and the trees moving and stuff like that. And then I load that into final cut and then I put in other objects um, and sort of try to color grade them. So they sort of sit relatively realistically <laughs> um and then i need to cut something out that goes in the foreground in front of where my webcam sits because it's all done like live in obs so yeah. uh, and and i also have to put this all together in a way so it doesn't tax the cpu on the streaming computer too much because there's all this shit going on And enough like this <laughs> the setup upstairs i've got like three or four webcams connected into this computer um and then the audio coming in and then you've got the streamlabs alerts as well like the browser inputs and then, I don't know, about 50 different scenes in OBS or more. Um, and each of those has got so many different inputs and, like, several videos playing as well. So the background is a video. Um, depending on how lazy I was, some of the, like, dancing people and their own videos that are looping with a, a chroma key filter applied to them and all the rest of it. So that's why I had to spend £3,000 on a new PC for the loft <laughs> that literally yeah. only gets used for the streaming.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: but it works so there you
2: go yeah it's uh it's it's honestly super cool have you ever used the i think there's it. There like a, there's a literal stage on interchange um isn't there on the in the yeah. yeah, yeah. i've, I've um, the used that one yes i have yeah there's a
0: there's a scene i have with that yeah it's got me on the, the stage and actually either side of it there's uh kind of billboards uh so what i did was um i set up like masks on the billboard so that i could then superimpose uh oh, videos yeah. like vj videos of
2: stuff um and and all the rest of it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah this, uh... Uh, i was like the stage that's the one gotta do it yeah
2: that's <laughs> awesome you're just like hey, if, if i was gonna do an underground rave in norinsk where would i where would i where would i stage this thing taking off the uh so you started to tell me the story before actually and um and, and oh, we said like, yeah. oh yeah, we'll we'll leave it, we'll leave it for the cast. But um it's not
0: a really it's not an amazing story, it just proves I know people in Russia, I suppose. Um yeah, yeah so I got this and the hoodie, um I think possibly off Amazon or or I found a website where you could buy because this is the, the I after a bit of googling and rabbit hole researching, I've I found out that the this shirt that the scavs wear is the Russian uh, National Olympic um like uniform thingy um and i found out who makes it and, and all that but they don't really sell them anymore because it was from an olympics quite a long time ago hmm. so i managed to get this and the hoodie but the really the proper one that the scavs actually wear is the jacket that i was wearing at the beginning the, the windbreaker and and they don't make them anymore but there's one place that sold them and it's only a russian website and however hard i tried it, they wouldn't ship to the uk um so my friend is gomorozov who's a, a a physical chemist and uh works for a crazy like gas company energy company in russia um but he's a drum and bass electro producer and, and does stuff on my label and lots of other really good music stuff um he lives in kazan in in russia and i was like mate i really need this can we like can you buy it and get it shipped to you and then can i pay you to like ups it to me or something um so he uh Luckily managed to get one and then um, get it sent to me and had to fill in all. I think sending stuff from Russia to the UK is a bit of a pain in the arse with all the customs forms and mm. and things like that. It's not as easy as as we have it, but um, I, I got it and uh, I love it and I'm going to wear it to the gym at some point. I'll go <laughs> go running in it and I, that'll be my dream. One day I'm out for a run wearing it and someone will just go Chike Brike, and I'm like yeah, talk
2: off friends and. <laughs> but,
1: uh... Do so yeah, you that, think
2: it would be getting it enough popular?
1: Was that the inspiration for your, some of your merch, like your Tarkov-related merch? I know you have one that says but, like, yeah, Tarkov on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to make one that was like this, you know, as much of a the Russian Olympic style, but saying Tarkov. So um, I had to, like, do a lot of Photoshopping and editing and things to get that working, but um, they exist now, and they're on TarkovTease.com.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i good. Yeah, because you do have um sorry, Judge, you go. I
1: was gonna say I, I think it's really cool how because of COVID, you sort of like pivoted towards the Twitch side a bit for your your music career. And it's yeah for someone like me, I found out about you on Twitter, I think, the found and Rave uh video yeah. that you did. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like I saw, I was like, Who is this guy? You know, I was just like, I've never heard of this guy. You know, what's going off his hair? Like, you know, he's like he's gonna I really like it when people, like, celebrate their individuality because I feel like you're kind of a, a, you know, a unique person, you know what I mean? And so, um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool because I don't think I've ever would have found out about your your music, and it's sort of like a new... Mm. You're sort of, like, marketing to a new audience, if you will, this, you know, the Tarkov audience, almost.
0: Yeah, it's... it's The, the crossovers and things are really funny, like... Um, and really, really cool, like... Um... And I feel like I have a lot of different angles to my personality and and all of that. Um, You know, I'm a massive nerd and a gamer, Mm -hmm. and I fully identify with, like, the nerdy gamer, Twitch streamer kind of fraternity. Um, um, But I've also got this other side to me that's, like, international superstar DJ, and I've toured the world. I've toured all over Russia. I've played arenas to, like, 25,000 people in Russia and met, like, i played in this place um somewhere in russia once where the promoter was like the local mayor or something and he was trying to make his town into like the ibiza of it was this place that was about like three hours out of moscow and he came and met me personally at the airport in his chauffeur driven massive mercedes and like we drove all the way there and like they have all these police roadblocks and stuff in Russia where they just sort of flag you down and check your stuff and you know if you're unlucky you have to bribe them or something if not you go through this guy would just stop at them and like go how you doing mate because he knew them all and and they'd like people would be waving him through when everyone else was getting pulled over and like, that's mad like i dread to think the sort of crazy connected <laughs> russian types of people i've met in my travels and and all that and, and yeah i'm like here Doing the tarkov thing and all that as as well. It's just <laughs> a bit weird. weird. I, I love it, but um, is it's bizarre, really. But um, I'm really happy with sort of where I am and um, what I'm doing. And it sort of COVID's been a bit of a blessing because it gave me the kick to really mm-hmm. get into Twitch and understand it and and commit. And um, it's it's been quite rejuvenating to learn a new. It really helped me um learn much better about video editing and Photoshop. Like I could do pretty good video editing before this. I'd done, there was a song I did called Get Stuffed uh, where the video is pretty bonkers and there's lots of green screens and weird stuff. Um, But um, doing all the the background videos for Twitch and everything, it forced me to learn like final cut inside out and and to really up and, and Photoshop now as well. I can do everything I need to. And that was holding up my music career before because it's so much you know you can make an amazing song, but unless you've released a bloody 10 second instagram video of you know with edits going oh, click by this now and all that shit like it's meaningless it's that's almost more important so either if you're at my level either you do that yourself or you're somehow rich enough to be able to pay somebody five hundred quid every time to do you a video of your gig and, right. and stuff so um it's it's helped um help me catch up with where I needed to be as a sort of one man band with all of this stuff um yeah.
1: Yeah, because I mean you put on a yeah. hell of a show I've seen. And uh it's just cool how like I I, I kinda got into um vaporwave genre from the oh, internet. Yeah. And it's like it's I just... only
0: got into vaporwave like a few only a couple of months ago really. Oh
1: really? Um
0: Yeah, oh my god, I love it.
1: Yeah. because yeah, it's just like I mean, it's just some dude in this, you know, room and he's just live streaming on YouTube and you know, he's got all these visual effects, but it's like you have like an audience, and he's got like the community, and it's just like, I don't know, it's this weird, like, online, I don't know, universe mm. or something with like how it's yeah. changing. And um, I mean, maybe one day we'll just all be in a club inside Meta, you know, on for Oculus Risk. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: please, no. That's the day I'll unplug myself and then jump in the sea. <laughs> Except I won't uh, be able to because Mark Zuckerberg won't let me turn myself off. <laughs>
2: exactly oh man it's uh yeah it it is it is it is a crazy one it's funny just like yeah just how like everything's now people aren't just musicians or youtubers or streamers or whatever like now everybody is a content creator and Mm. that that, that seems to be the way that things are going i mean we've spoken before i mean if you don't know devin nash then um everyone everyone should know devin nash um, I'm sure I'm sure you do. And uh, yeah, he talks about this all the time, about everything being content creation. And the more that I listen to his stuff, it's more the more that I see. And, you know, speaking to people like yourself, it's that it's all the same. It's like, you know, you can make some great information about Tarkov, but unless you have like the right YouTube packaging, no one will see it. Yeah. If you have a great song, but not, you know, it's all it's all it's all marketing, yeah. actually. It's all just Internet marketing yeah. these days. And it's so just about getting yourself out there and get you know, getting just getting people to see it is is tricky and yeah that's why so many people are trying to learn this stuff themselves it can um, it can because, be very,
0: yeah. very very sort of depressing as well like um it's sort of think i i'm a kind of a depressive person <laughs> definitely now i'm i'm older like and i remember when i first started with the music you know uh, somebody'd say oh uh, this person played your song on the radio in scotland oh you know uh, and i'd be like oh wow my god that's amazing this we're going to get the big time yay <laughs> um and you know so that's the first thing and then then someone plays your song on radio one and you're like oh my god wow oh they played on radio one and or, or somebody just says something's going to happen or they like your song or whatever and i've come to realize that so much of that is sort of quite meaningless and yeah. you know especially now like everything gets forgotten so quickly and um you just have to sort of accept that and just do what you're doing for your own reasons and know you're doing a good job and doing something nice and cool and you know bringing joy to those that are already aware of your stuff and hope it maybe grows naturally because it's authentic and and cool but um it can especially like i hadn't realized you know with twitch how hard it is and how important it is to pe- for people to grow their channels and like to get partner and like the grind and like um at the beginning i didn't really get that and um because i benefited from my existing fan base and you know sort of social media and things like that and i had a means to sort of try to get people in even then it's a grind like epic Mm -hmm. grind and i'm constantly struggling and worrying about numbers and all that sorts of stuff um and um I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, oh yeah, just the fact that there's so much competition, so many people doing things and you can be doing something amazing and like be so knowledgeable and so good at a game and have it looking really good and have a beautiful setup and all that. And still people don't come and watch you or whatever. And you're like, what the what's going on here you know or or, you know hot tub streamers are getting millions more views than you and all these uh, and you're just like what's what's wrong with the world but
2: you know yeah no it's it's, right exactly it's tricky one you just have to like go with the flow and just do what you can yeah so you can't fight it so just kind of gotta gotta go with it um i did i did want to ask is this like kind of changing direction completely i guess we're kind of like coming towards the, the the end of um the end of our time i suppose but like I did want to touch on a few bits just about like talk of itself, like from from your perspective, kind of like the way that you like to play the game and that kind of stuff. We're in a bit of a mm. a, a lull point at the moment, but with kind of like loads of exciting stuff sort of on the horizon. Like, yeah, what, is there anything specific that you're like really looking forward to, or that you think like well could be changed from like a player like yeah from your perspective? I'm really
0: really happy with the game. I love it. There's there's very few things that annoy me. Um, people complain about hackers. I really don't feel like I. I mean. Probably I don't play enough for statistically to have happened enough, but I, I I don't feel like I've been killed by hackers or any cheatery people much ever really, and you know whatever. Um, I, I I think the daily quest is is brilliant, and um, that's going to be really helpful for people like me who th- for certain points in in your you know progression and there's some tasks that really hold me up and you just need that extra like point two rep or or whatever and it I think they're gonna be amazing. Um it'd be really interesting to see how when the next wipe happens, assuming they're all still in. Um hopefully that'll help people like me. Um and you know it's great for people that have already done all the quests now, they've got something to do. Really great for streamers that are b- probably a bit bored with things because they've sort of completed it. Um so they're they're really cool. I'm excited for Lighthouse, although I'm not excited about trying to learn a new map and dying loads while I'm behind everyone else. Always the way. Yeah, I'm, I've written a song um, for Lighthouse. I just haven't recorded oh, it. Really, I'm <laughs> hoping okay, a bit nice. like a bit like the wipe same kind of vibe you know just celebrating it and yeah i'm really excited to to record that soon and hopefully i can get it <laughs> done hopefully the wipe doesn't happen like i don't want a wipe for a while yet i'm only just <laughs> kind of ready to start using good guns and good armor and i'm really excited and i'm frustrated because i've i've been busy with so much other stuff um, um so like in the short term i'm really excited about running really good armor good helmets amazing guns that i'm not worried about losing and you know building flipping 200 ruble svds and don't care um and i think that'll help me improve a lot um the voip thing not really that bothered about i i i think it's always good to hear them um like thinking of cool things to add but I, i can see a lot of ways people will abuse voip um if it helps people cooperate more i think that'll be awesome um some of the nicest i i had this raid at the beginning of the wipe that like warmed my heart <laughs> so much and i never found out who it was but i was on woods really early on i was in the the wooden houses sort of in the north really early at the start of the raid and i heard someone coming and i was just wearing a packer and the penis helmet and like trying to get some Amelia croutons okay. or something i don't think i'd even been to jaeger yeah i think i was trying to go to jaeger's stash like it was that early. Um, And I was like, hold your fire! And I was like, ha (laughs) ha And and some, like, Chad guy came in and uh, didn't kill me. And then a scav came and attacked us, and I tried to shoot the scav and fucked it up. So he definitely must have taken pity on me. He's like, this guy can't even kill a scav, and he's wearing, like, shit armor and everything. And this dude just led me around the map. Uh, He kept on checking his compass, and we were going around all the stashes, and he's like, here, take some of this, look at the stash. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, oh! So like and like i'm pretty good at the game i know what i'm doing but I, he must have thought i was an absolute timmy and rightfully so and this guy showed me all the way around and then i he went up the rock and i fell down the rock and broke my legs so then i'm hobbling along and like he goes and finds me some morphine uh, even though i had a painkiller in my pack and i didn't realize i'd forgotten that wearing a pain putting a eating a painkiller would like Stop me hurting when I was walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got me to the extracts and everything. And I was trying to work out how to find him, but I didn't want him to think I was about to shoot him. Yeah. Um, and that was just so wholesome, so cool. And like things like that, I just love. So if, if uh, VoIP increases some friendly playing, I think that'll be beautiful for sure. Um, Arena. would yeah, be
2: quite good. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see, I guess. Yeah. Arena. Um, will, will you be playing much Arena? do you think? We'll have to see what it's like.
0: (laughs) I think if it's for people that run around quickly and headshot people really quickly, it's not for me. um, I'll I'll give it a go. I think I'm glad they're doing it. Anything as an addition sounds good. Um, The idea of uh, this is sort of going on what I can remember from the podcast yesterday, Pestily and um, Mm -hmm. Nikita. The idea of uh, some accounts where you have like a seasonal wipe and somewhere there's just no wipe and prestiging and things. Yeah. I think,
2: think that could be useful. Um, yeah, I think thinking, it... things kind of cool we mm. talked to, we've talked about that a little bit before i'm not sure exactly how like the, the seasonal non-seasonal thing will work i, I have a feeling yeah. that a lot of people will just play the white version because it's kind of like the ladder account right so it's kind of like that mentality might come over from other games where people mm. don't really play the permanent one but but maybe if they just want to chill out i don't know mm. i guess it depends on how hard it is if it's like because they said the, the permanent yeah, one's gonna be like extra hard so it might take you like a lot longer yeah. to get to the max level and stuff so maybe people will i'm not mm. sure I'm a little
0: bit worried about the changes to the armor they're talking about. Where, um, I mean, if you've got the good armor that covers the sides, then it'd be fine. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's quite easy to die when you're getting shot in Tarkov anyway, and like, it sounds like that's going to make it easier, um, even even easier to die. Yeah. So um, I'm a bit worried about that, but I'll I'll put my trust in them, I suppose. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, exactly.
0: Weapon malfunctions. You know if you keep your gun maintained it won't happen to you so fair enough uh yeah yeah i've yeah. i've had a couple i think it's good um but yeah I, I i'm just excited to see them continue to develop everything and um i i as i put my faith in bsg for sure like i really appreciate um i've never really been this deep into a game before um when i was playing battlefield i was a bit i was checking reddit for you know what's the new meta and what are people abusing to do well mm-hmm. and all of that um but it always felt like there was this sort of gap between the community and the people that were making it Um yeah. feedback going and not listened to and everything and like it just seems so amazing that um the bsg like bridge the gap and they keep people updated and nikita himself speaks and um and uh, the PR guys, and, and the the system with the Sherpas, and the emissaries, and they listen, and, you know, if somebody comes up with a good idea, they implement it, and, you know, the changes to the flea market, they went to 20, brought it down, and all the balancing, um, I haven't witnessed that really in a, in a game, but then again, I haven't really taken any other games as seriously as this, so maybe it happens, but...
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it probably is quite special, and also, I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's that kind of game that yeah incentivizes people to get so into the detail and the weeds because otherwise you just don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. So it really, it really does. I mean, you know, they don't do they definitely don't do everything right, but you know, in, in terms of. At least they at least they try, right? And they're, they're taking yeah. on the feedback and they're deciding whether it fits or not. Because originally Nikita said no to absolutely no to VoIP and he didn't want it at all. And then after hearing mm-hmm. what people had to say about it and seeing it you in know, other games and stuff, then he's gone, mm, okay, fine, maybe we'll try it. And we'll change our mind and implement it and see what happens. Which I think is it's uh, that's good, right? It's the ability of the decision maker to change their mind in the face of evidence. So right? that's kind of like the scientific mm, yeah. approach, I suppose. And that that's yeah. it shows a, a good a good mindset at least for. For the way that things, um, the way that things are done there, and you know, yeah, the people have the complaints and criticisms about the way, that, the way that, they implement this and that and the other and the time, and it it does take them quite a long time. But I think it's just because they're so meticulous about the way that they want things to be done. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I'm I'm an inevitable optimist on, on the game. I'm, I'm I'm
0: hopeful. I mean, I've got a pretty heavy system, and um, I play an ultra wide 4K. Oh wow and i get like which makes streaming awkward because i can't do pass through on a capture device so so i've got a 3090 right so mm-hmm. um my main display comes out of one output i run i run a mirrored output on a second display that goes to the capture thing so my 3090 is basically showing tarkov twice <laughs> which is crazy so when i'm streaming i get lower fps but i still get all right um but i i'm hoping that when they go to unity and whatever else they do it it's even better performance yeah because i'd love to just like there's no reason why i shouldn't be getting like maxed out 144 refresh rate um with the system i have um i I think i get close to that when i'm only running one display when i'm not streaming but um yeah um the other other thing um that i hope they would do is the like the kill cam type stuff I, i wish you could go back and watch back a raid and move your camera I mean, it'd be great for content creators as well to, to yeah. w- once it's all finished and the raid's done, and you can't like stream snipe or whatever people mm-hmm. would want to do, to go back and watch and see how all the other people on the map had moved, where they'd gone, see who'd killed you, you know, seen when you just walked past a guy and and was unaware he was there. That would be really helpful for learning as well. And I haven't really t- heard them talk about implementing something like that.
2: Yeah, it seems to just be like helmet cams because you yeah, you know, lots so many other games that you have that kind of thing. Like yeah, back when you used to play PUBG and and that kind of stuff. You know, I'm like from my my roots is from one v one like strategy gaming, and that that's all around like watching pro people's replays, your own replays, seeing where you made a mistake where. They, you know look watching your play from the opponent's perspective in like a strategy game in the fall yeah. of war and seeing like what information you gave away without realizing it was always like so important and so yeah. not actually having the ability to even look in tarkov all you've all you could do is record your own screen and then just watch the death and go yeah well i think he was here there's oh there's a muzzle flash for like tiny the tiniest thing and you can like freeze frame it and see the guy silhouetted on the stairs and there's a tiny little slit <laughs> and he got you with the rfb through yeah. and you're like god damn it uh, it's it, like yeah that's really the, the the best that you can do and so it would be quite nice. I remember it's like, as you say, for um, for content creators too, I think, you know, there are ways that we will, you know, this is kind of banned from discussing, but there's, I know there was a on video um where he had like all these like cool shots of like him killing people and then dying, and people are just like, "Dude, how did you even get like? How did you make this work?" And he's just like, "I definitely didn't go into raid with a friend. we getting them to wear exactly the same equipment as the thing as the people that I killed, and then recorded it from close range <laughs> with the third friend who's right next to them, and then slowed oh, it down. God. Definitely didn't yeah. do that." And I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" Like the amount of work and effort it goes into like yeah. recreate those scenes in the same place to like get the cinematic shot. It's just like, "God, yeah." I could really do with like a, a sort of a theater kind I of
0: load in Yeah, I've yeah. noticed especially started doing that on the raid ones where mm-hmm. they uh he'll cut it from scenes that have obviously been done separately or mm. you know um which is cool to sort of uh set the, the the scene like that's just a lot of extra work though isn't it
2: yeah yeah exactly um, you've got the guys like um junker and a few of the others who've got kind of like everything modeled in blender and stuff so they've yeah. got like all the assets already and they can like make the yeah. them move and like do all sorts of funny stuff like it's yeah it's super crazy but yeah it's like I, so much work to get to that point
0: I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet learning blender or i got
2: close i was like oh shall i like no just
0: that's one just leave that to the professionals You yeah, have got time john um, yeah so i was trying to learn a bit of 3d modeling for nfts and things to sort of uh you know okay. spinning coins and all that stuff but um i just i came to the realization that it was just gonna be a huge time sink and better to to just find someone who's good at it and pay them and get on with what i'm already good
2: at <laughs> yeah there's definitely a line you know you go like how much yeah. can i you know reasonably do of the basic to intermediate stuff and then after a certain level you're just like i just i just can't it just isn't worth it it, you know? it this becomes is... my main job now or <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you're almost like oh well maybe i could do this for other people you know this is <laughs> goes to that kind of stage um cool well church i don't know like did you have anything else that you wanted to ask john while he's here or or any like closing thoughts or anything um
1: Um, yeah i was curious how you got into uh music production and your music musician um, career was your father into it or no
0: uh my dad my dad worked for ibm from Mm -hmm. university until retiring and my mom's a language teacher she's retired now obviously um uh, I was uh, quite a nerd at school, I went to university and did cellular biology at Durham, um, uh, but I was into music because uh, my sideline had piano lessons when I was a kid, yeah. and um, being, playing the piano naturally led on to being interested in keyboards and synthesizers and stuff, um, and I guess sort of pop music when I was, I was born in 77, so I was sort of... I started becoming like musically aware late 80s so i was aware of sort of human league and things like that and seeing people on top of the pops at synthesizers. and be like oh i want to do that (laughs) john Michel jar um and it was good as being a bit of a loner nerd like you can make music all by yourself that you don't need bandmates if you've got no mates you can just do it with a drum machine (laughs) um so i was just sort of noodling around making electronic music um but also um I live near London. I live in a place called Maidenhead, which is sort of near Heathrow Airport-ish. Um, so we could get pirate stations that were pirate radio stations that were broadcasting in London. Um, I could I could listen to where I live um, and I would hear like Fabio and Groove Rider and DJ Hype and Colin Dale and Colin Favour all uh, on the radio. And, you know, this is when I was at school, sort of 14, 15 Nerdy, none of my friends like dance music or anything like that. So I was like, this is cool. Um and I started when I came home from school, there was a little record shop in my town, and I'd go in there almost every day. Um and like talk the ear off the dude that worked there, and he'd play me the new tunes on vinyl. And that was kind of when I discovered drum and bass. Um and uh he ended up releasing a after like much badgering, uh, he released one of my first records on vinyl, a sort of really fast techno tune. Um And then I just started making more drum and bass stuff. A lot of it was really weird and really crap. Um, And there were a couple of guys from my town that were older that knew what they were doing and ran a label who took me under their wing a bit and helped. Um, And then I um, I did a couple of tracks with them that they released on their label. And then I just started making loads of demos and sending out lots of demo tapes to drum and bass labels that I'd heard of that I Mm -hmm. thought were good. Um, like cassette tapes <laughs> with these little printed out letters that I'd like word processed with like little <laughs> musical notes on the head, like sending to like Fabio and Groove Rider, like, hello, my name is John Williams. Here is a composition I have made, which I think you might like. It has jazzy, uh, undertones, but a heavy drum and bass break beat with low bass sounds like, <laughs> and miraculously like a lot of them like actually listened to it rather than chucking it in a bit. Yeah. And then, you know, got back to me, um, and then a guy called DJSS, who runs a record label called Formation, that was based in Leicester, uh, took me under his wing and released my first album. And he was throwing events, so I got my first DJ gigs through him. And um, by then, I was sort of doing stuff. And but it was mainly just sort of being a nerd, liking John Michelle Jar and randomly discovering drum and bass and falling into it. Um, and luckily, my first—I'd done my first album and got it released by the time I graduated. So when I graduated uni. Uh, I wasn't like still trying to make it. I sort of, mm-hmm. I, I could see that there was a possibility. And I, so I, I said to my parents, like, can I stay living at home for one more year? And like, if this doesn't work out, I'll go and work for Glaxo Welcome and and do what I was supposed to or do an MBA and then do that. Um, and uh, luckily the music stuff kept going. So uh, I wasn't on the vaccine team and we were all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that in an alternate <laughs> universe. I'm working at AstraZeneca, and I fuck it up, and the vaccine doesn't get made. And, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God John B. Trunk discovered trauma pains.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So did you uh, sort of um, pioneer the Electrostep? Was that sort of, like your thing, or was that just, like, um, a small little cult?
0: I think I kind of... Yeah, I think I kind of did, really. Um that was when I had my most success and I really like broke away from um, sort of more mainstream, normal drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'd always liked electro E 80s stuff. Yeah, um, And um, electro clash was just blowing up. I think this is like around 2000 electro clash was blowing up sort of New York and all of that. And I'd, I'd been recognizing and thinking This is amazing. Like I just need a way of making it work in drum and bass, which isn't always easy because drum and bass is such a different speed from house and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, um so I started doing that it took a couple of years for me to sort of get it right and um I look back at pictures from them where I thought I was like Mr Electro Clash and I was thought I was wearing loads of makeup and I'd literally put you know a tiny little bit of (laughs) eyeliner on and I'm waltzing around going yeah I'm electro now and like no you're not you just got a little bit of eyeliner on um and then I just went mad and was sort of yeah like loads of makeup and really bright colors and things and um Make Like, my sets were 90% very, very, very electro mm-hmm. 80s-influenced, but all drum and bass, and I, I would still play heavy drum and bass in the mix, too, to sort of make it all flow sure, and sure. make sure... Because, like, if you're being flown all around the world to play gigs in Siberia and, and whatever, it's wrong to misrepresent... Like, you have to be a good ambassador for drum and bass, which is the root of everything. So mm. um, even though I was really pushing my electro thing... Um, I still played across the board as, as well. I just looked pretty weird while doing it. <laughs> um, and luckily never had any trouble either, like looking pretty crazy and weird. I would have expected to sort of get treated, you know, roughed up or something mm-hmm. for being a weirdo punk or something, but people were always cool with me in weird countries. That's nice. <laughs> if I'm wearing this now, I'd be like, hey. So, I'll be like, get break it. don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to make sure I know because I just recite scav, scav mumbles and get thrown in jail because most of them are rude, right?
2: Yeah, start some comedy. Come on, like, in on, on, I'm sure you <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs>
1: oh, Yeah.
2: Amazing.
1: That's cool because um, I've never really been into EMB that much. I did go. There was like a phase where I got into like Apex Twin. And um, some of the more acidy type of stuff. Mm. But um, listening to your streams, and like I, sometimes I'll play them while working, you know, I've sort of like rediscovered the whole genre and the different subgenres because mm. there's so much subgenres of them.
0: Yeah, there's so much, so many different styles of drum and bass that, yeah. you know, suit all, you know, it goes super hard, like stuff that sounds like super metal mm-hmm. to almost ambient stuff. Like I've always just thought it's just the tempo that's the only thing that really is the only solid rule of what makes something drum and bass Hmm. you know um that's why obviously there's a lot more to it than that but kind of uh as long as i can mix something into a drum and and bass set um i'll give it a a go yeah (laughs) um but yeah i I wish there was more more people making synth wavy stuff um because i absolutely love that and uh that's where it gets frustrating like i have to spend so much time preparing for the streams making visuals like there's loads of stuff I need to do that I don't have time to do anyway um but like making more music is is so huge and I get the most pleasure from that and the most sort of satisfaction that I've created something that is really meaningful and um lots of things I want to try like really pushing some synth Mm wavy to my bass and like I've got a whiteboard full of flipping ideas and apple notes full of stuff and just not (laughs) enough time to do it all like um, I can see, you know, a lot of the really big, famous EDM guys literally pay people to kind of. They'd be like, "Here's the idea, go and do it." It's sort of, um, it's like Sharknado. Make a movie, do it. <laughs> Shark. Like, I went to uh, there's a horror movie festival I go to uh, called Fight Fest, and there was a guy, one of the pro- they they bring people up for Q and As before they show mm-hmm. the movies, and it, 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 he he said, you know, in in some some spheres the guy will say okay uh budget's this we're gonna make uh make sharknado, octopus covid movie do it and he's like okay cool and they do it and they get paid and it gets released it's like you know make me an ETM banger with a piano at the beginning a female vocal and a rap section there and um yeah i'll come in in the final studio session and go turn that a bit up nice <laughs> jobs are good
2: yeah it's, it's it's funny thing about like you know the getting it to that big scale it's almost like you either have to just kind of like go for it and just commit to saying fine i'm just going <clears> to <throat> outsource a load of stuff um i know it's just like such a huge step because as you say you know you've got to really be on such a scale that it's actually worth it but it's kind of almost chicken mm. and egg in, in some ways with this stuff mm. i don't know it's uh yeah it's just complicated it's like yeah again i'm just like thinking about content creation in, in general it's um yeah it's not easy you know it's like about yeah, you know, getting editors and all this kind of stuff right it's like it's a sort of similar kind of deal you know trying to industrialize the whole process in some ways but yeah. you know sometimes that can take something from from it you know if you're not yeah if you're not doing it yourself I know it's just it just depends on like who you get and whether somebody's you know doing it the way that you, that you want it to be and it's it's tricky it's it's definitely not mm-hmm. easy it's definitely not easy
1: yeah
0: so Um, oh i i found your video about uh, sorry i know you're wrapping up i found your video about um armor very helpful the other week the the level six the hex grid versus slick one thank you thank you well that's where
2: that's where i like reminded myself about the zabralo and i was like ah Mm. okay because like normally i learn something every time i do a video usually because i like i go into it more in depth than i would if i'm just playing because then i'm like right i'm going i'm on the wiki i'm looking at everything i'm looking at every bar to make sure i haven't missed anything um it's like it's quite have
0: you seen the new giga beast video he got it wrong there's one extra hp on the slicks and that's yeah like that
2: that, like inevitably happens i try to like (laughs) i try to minimize that as much as possible um but like it's you know always there's like something something i don't know like it's just it's it's impossible to just like to cover off everything but i've i've got pretty good at it now most of the time like usually i can cover almost everything um occasionally Hmm. there's like random stuff and usually um to be honest, we built up quite a good community anyway. So like normally the comments now are just like, oh, have you considered this? Have you considered that? Like I don't get that many like really crappy yeah. comments, especially on YouTube. YouTube is actually pretty good, I would say. Um yeah. YouTube's probably one of the nice communities, I think. But like um the one that I did uh, that I put out today was about like the mutants. I was talking about um this you know, the Thunderbeast suppressor, you can't get it anywhere. And someone was like, Oh, you can actually get it if you go through SKU and you do like the barter for like the um, the TX15. And I was like, Oh, that's actually a- I forgot about that um and it's like but it's like, going one to those using it where... <laughs> well there you go um but it's one of those things where it's like yeah unless you like unless you like already kind of had it in your mind like it's you just don't really see that anywhere you just you just forget about it so yeah um yeah i always try to do i put it together as like watertight as possible and so that means that i end up usually going like oh yeah, this barter, I forgot about this, or oh, they've changed this and I didn't really notice, or, you know, yeah. even like you're broadly aware of them, but being like when I did the video, actually, it was way cheaper than I think it is even now, and um, I was like, dude, this thing this thing costs like 200k to buy, this is insane, I just didn't realise how cheap thermites were because I don't use them for anything yeah. Um, and they like fluctuate, but I was looking at it going, yeah, okay, this is awesome, that's why I started running it and just so being, like, price oh, is 9 wow. k thermite <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly So, um yeah, no, it's it's good, it's good, it's all good. No, okay, it's, yeah, uh... I, th-
0: I think the Tarkov community is very nice, and uh, when I see people complaining about sort of you know the people getting angry and you mm. know complaining and all that, like I don't see that in the places I I look at, and I my experience with anybody that I've seen in the Tarkov community is nothing but positive and helpful, and I've, I've, that's one of the things that keeps me sort of staying and into it and all that is it seems generally really positive like we're all here we we know we're in something it's a bit like drum and bass like we've discovered something really cool that's underground and special and difficult and there's a steep learning curve but when you get good at it it's rewarding and you want to share that passion with other people and like everyone that's into the same thing as you is also cool because they've gone through the same thing and it's 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 nice i, I like that
2: yeah, yeah yeah it's good i think there's like there is definitely there's like a there's a little kind of like sub community of people who you just like mm. to grumble and then come yeah. back and play the game every day anyway but uh, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> i hope um... i've killed some of them i hope i've got them <laughs> I it's, hope it's one of, at least
0: one of the 50 kills that i've made in this whole life <laughs> i hope some of them are those the bad people
2: <laughs> i mean if you did like The way that I ended up trying to push the PMC thing, like really early on, was actually learning factory properly. That was honestly Mm. the uh, kind of turning point for me because you get in and out really quick and the map's tiny, so you can learn it really easily, like really in depth. And then just like pushing that super hard, that was kind of how I ended up getting it. And you can push your PMC kill count up. And, you know, within the, within, I don't know. Within like a couple of sessions, to be honest, if you spent like a you know a week of evenings, which you know you may not get time to do, but you know over like a couple of weeks or something, you'll probably get fifty PMC kills again, like mm-hmm. really quickly, actually. So I don't know. If you're like, it's kind of trial by fire in some ways, and um, but it's a good map to learn because you don't have to learn the internet. Yeah. So you don't have to run all the way to resort to. Go and fight people it's, there. I find it be... a little
0: bit less daunting now that they've added the expansion, like that little area yeah. underneath where the stairs are. I, that's a nice little hidey hole that gives me a minute to like gather my thoughts. Um, yeah. That's definitely helped
2: yeah so it's like that combined with just like knowing where people might be and then mm-hmm. using the factory exit kit it's like you know that if you do yeah. get injured you can normally leave pretty easily there's like you know i think was like four now because you've got the one in the new expansion yeah three you've got zero got sellers so there's like there's four extracts that you can take so normally if, if you get like completely beat up usually on another map you don't have to just like you know hobble your way or like you know ibuprofen your way out of the raid but in mm-hmm. fact you're just like right key key time out we go you know back in for the next one so it's it's nice for that like just churn and churn and churn of practice it's uh, one of the few places you can probably get that so i don't know that would be my advice to become more more comfortable at pvp if that was what you yeah. wanted to do because i definitely yeah. wanted to and i did that at one point and i just the church remembers we talked about it on here and i basically mm. just like only played factory for like a month yeah um, wow and yeah it was it was intense. i basically just did like it uh, also break I mean, you money wise yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly but you get you start to get a bit better at it as well actually and yeah. it's like you know, you kill somebody and you take the stuff and you leave and, like, it ends up sort of becoming, like, net neutral because, like, you take their armor and they take your armor. Like, once you start getting yeah. a few kills, like, I basically just used the MP7 every single raid um, and, and had level 5 armor on and then sort of just a to- Sometimes face shield, sometimes not, but it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 funny, and you don't tend yeah. to get like mega squads on factory usually. It's like normally a du- yeah. you don't normally have like five man, it's like no, yeah, trios yeah. At, at most. Um, mm-hmm. so sometimes you get stood on, but it's um, not like trying to fight mm-hmm. like four man in woods. God, it's so painful. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, yeah. that's the deal. But no, Tarkov community is good, and um, I you know, I, I, I find it pretty positive. I think it's um like with a lot of creators, right? It's like your community kind of reflects you in a lot of respects. And so yeah. you put out positive vibes and you collect positive people around you that kind of reinforces yeah. itself. So if somebody comes yeah. in, like someone pointed this out to me, actually, it was like, you know, crappy people come in to chat or whatever. And everyone else is just like, dude, what, why, are you, why are you here being like this? It's like, yeah. just kind of just like, just go away. Like, yeah, it's like, like if you're in a
0: bar you. or something and there's a group of your mates or whatever, and some random outsider comes mm. in and starts being a dick. You like kind of ignore them, and they get the message, and they go away. And uh, you know, Twitch does seem to be like that. You sort of, whatever happens, they people get attracted to your channel and your chat, and and they mingle and make friends. And it's it's amazing how that can happen when it's literally just you know a stream of chat and everything. I've Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen before my eyes, and it's 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 brilliant. Like uh, you know, who'd have thought Amazon would be behind something that like yeah.
2: you know because <laughs> create something so sort of wholesome and nice it's really really good exactly though no. it's yeah. um yeah strange how the world works eh? mm. <laughs> right on that note church anything, anything yeah. else we done i think no. i think we might be done what yeah. an hour and a I mean, half i think that's a this, this good running time
0: yeah i'm worried i've been talking your ear off
2: no, no it's, it's, it's been great man brilliant. yeah it's been super super good um Really enjoyed having you here thank yeah. you so much for for saying yes and, uh, and coming on it's been it's
0: an absolute an honor. honor Like it's uh, it's, it's uh really nice to chat to both of you guys like you know watch your streams and stuff and and youtube videos and uh it's it, it feels very bizarre to me to sort of be accepted kind of as a talk of community person um so yeah it's really good when Most i'm so definitely. shit at the game i'm like ah, please don't watch <laughs> well, me streaming i'll just I think die is, like
2: you know i wouldn't also claim to be the best player in the world right but it's like you know it's it's what you contribute to the community I yeah think, that yeah like you know put sounds you in um you in good stead it's like you know me with the guys and you with your music and you know the the entertainment you provide it's like you know if i like randomly type into reddit people go like oh you know is this gigabit if he's here he's the guide maker you know that kind of thing and it's like you know you get people um yeah you do get the comments of people coming on just being like oh you're no good at the game anyway and then it's like yeah "Yeah, whatever like i i know so (laughs) i don't know what point you're (laughs) trying to prove (laughs) i'm not you know i'm I'm no like i'm no uh i'm no top 10 pro so Uh, yeah aren't you on the uh
1: the forward for one is a forward for one team john
0: Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah That was that. amazing, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that was that's like such an honor, that's amazing. Um, uh, like all the guys on that team are like OGs, and mm. uh, it's it's just it's nuts, um, you know,
2: uh,
0: and uh, that is such an, an amazing honor. Like, and none of my friends would really under, understand, sort of, how important it is, like, being on this podcast or being in forward as one, or or you know, just when I go on uh, somebody's stream who's really big in Tarkov mm-hmm. or whatever, and like people on YouTube, like when I did the song, the, the wipe song, like people saying, Dr. Lupo says hello. And like, I went and went on his chat. And he's like, John, I love your song. And I'm like Whoa! <laughs> um, Cause it, it's a bit weird because sort of fanboy kind of vibes, like, um, you know, as a musician who's mm-hmm. touring and, and all the rest of it, I'm sort of used to meeting people who are famous and sort of, it's sort of them being cool with you, kind of, and you just like, yeah, uh, but like I'm sort of on the lowest rung ever in Tarkov, and it, again that's what I feel is nice about this is people are so cool and welcoming and friendly and you know accepting of wherever you are in the like grand scheme of things you yeah. uh, it's it's really cool, but um, yeah, like forward is one wicked, so um it's it's nice to be with those guys, um. I hope I don't let them down by being like, dying too much. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Team killing.
1: There's a weekly check for your survival rights. John, you're you're pushing really (laughs) close there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've noticed that you're letting the team down. (laughs) One more team kill and it's you're out. (laughs) If I see you buying more teapots, come on, John, what did I say? Only earn your money from killing people. God (laughs) damn it.
1: No, it's cool. I it's was
0: abusing the flea market.
1: <laughs> I was super happy to see you on the teams. I think you, you know, deserve that spot. So it's, it's cool. Oh, I'm, I'm nice really glad you. you're Thanks, yeah. in the community and you can sort of, you know, do your music side and on the side I have this really cool Tarkov show as well that I've seen before too. So it's yeah. awesome.
0: It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Atлично. хорошо. Спасибо большое.
2: You're very good at that, actually.
0: <laughs> I just learned things to say on the mic in Russia. Привет, меня зовут John B. ты That's hi. My name's John B. How you doing? And Zabiz uh, is like really fucking good, kind of. Uh, but it's a swear word. You shouldn't say that to old ladies.
2: <laughs> you got to watch out because you're going to be on the next uh, Nikita podcast as a translator or something. <laughs> <That'd be
0: funny. laughs>
1: I want to say real quick, as an American, when I was listening to. Some of your shows, I you kept saying, like, hold tight to bird crap, hold tight to vaccines, and I'm just like, what does hold tight oh. mean? Like, I don't like I don't know what this guy's oh, talking about. So I had yeah. to Google it and I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of I don't know how I've ended up doing that. It's a bit embarrassing. But you know, like um, <laughs> so you know, drum and bass, you have him in drum and bass clubs, mm-hmm. usually you have an MC as well. So I I would be DJing and there'll be a guy MCing who's an MC who's good at it, and sort of um the sort of stereotypical way. MC sort of talk and certain things they like hold tight such and such big up for, you know shouting out people in the club yeah. or or whatever and um, partly because I can't rhyme or and I shouldn't need to anyway I sort of I've just ended up doing this weird parody of like MCing <laughs> in an MC voice but sort of saying I don't know there's one I, I think you've probably seen the one where I'm like photoshopped kind of into the Boris Johnson's COVID conference, so yes, I'm just like yeah. hold tight the PPE, hold tight the vaccine, <laughs> yeah. massive like I don't know. So whatever comes out of my head, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's just really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I love <laughs> and like that. the the, the Tarkov ones are good because that's I'm like hold you know hold tight the rats, hold tight the shads, <laughs> pick up the customs massive, hold tight the Rashala.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Honestly, it's so yeah. good. The entertainment value is <laughs> is so good. Yeah, it's so good, man. Honestly, ah, beautiful, beautiful. Well, shall where, we wrap it up? Yeah, I was going to say, where,
1: where can uh, people find you
0: at, John? Um, well, my Twitch, uh, well, pretty much on any social media or anything, it's John B. Beta, J-O-H-N-B. Beta. Um, my record label's called Beta. Um, I probably should have thought of Alpha or Sigma or something like that. I've instead I'm the pick-the-beta-male. Um, so, <laughs> whatever. Um, so, yeah, John B. Beta on Twitch twitter all the rest of it i think uh on youtube i'm a the john b um but everywhere else it's john B so just cool. google me it'll show you something
2: probably hopefully it's recent fabulous <laughs> and if you if you haven't ever caught one of john's streams or even just go back and watch one you of the videos it, yeah. like even just just like just even even just for a couple of minutes like yeah. it's i would it's an experience it's an <laughs> experience thanks
1: Cool. Well, with that, we'll wrap it up. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks again, John, for coming on and uh, we'll see you guys next week.
2: See you next time. See ya!